Welcome back to the Wally Pit Podcast. I'm Ryan Upton. And I'm Jake. And we are back at Olivet. It's great to be back. We are taking the appropriate safety precautions under COVID. So we're all good. We're all good there. We're glad to be back on campus. Both of us, now we don't have to deal with FaceTime and over the phone little tweaks and errors that happen. But we're both back. We're here, ready to talk about some stuff. Today we're going to be talking about baseball, postseason baseball, what we plan for the future, who we think is going to win, what our World Series predictions are going to be. We're going to touch on a little bit of fantasy football that didn't go too well for me this week. Really haven't heard from Jake, but we'll, we'll, we'll touch on it a little bit later on in the episode. But yeah, so what do you think of the postseason so far now that we're in the CSs, the championship series for both sides? Yeah, I like the matchups. Um, I think if I had to choose between the National League Championship Series and the American League Championship Series, I don't think I could come with a decision as to which which series is my favorite. I think they're both very competitive series. The Atlanta Braves-Dodgers series is, are just two offensive powerhouses. You have three peren- perennial like MVP candidates with the Braves, Ronald Acuna, and like the top of their lineup. Yeah. You have Ronald Acuna, you have Freddie Freeman, and then you have Marcelo Zuna. With the Dodgers, you know, they have Cody Bellinger, Justin Turner. They still have guys who are raking. And, you know, it's just going to be a fireworks show. There's going to be a lot of home runs. There's going to be a lot of extra base hits. It's going to be basically an offensive show. I know the National League Championship Series, the Dodgers-Braves Series, is taking place at uh, Globe Life Stadium or Globe Life Park, whatever. Field. Field. Oops. Yeah. In, um, you goofed. Arlington, Texas. They got fans there, too. They do. It's really cool. First time we've seen fans all year. Yeah. I can only imagine how weird that is for actual players. Because they've been used to nobody. no fans. I saw something the other day. Um, Zach Granke, who's been on it, he's been a re- he's a really good pitcher. He's been a really good pitcher for most of his career, yeah. but things have been weird with him lately. He's been like showing signs or whatever, like holding up two or whatever. You know that could be with and pitch sequencing got, or something like that. Got but murdered. yeah, and then um, Ramon Liriano for the A's took him 400 left center. Yeah, yeah, yeah bomb. Dane, but, Dane and I, my, or my my roommate and I, were talking about that because he I was uh, in my room and he was like, "You got to come out here and see this." Like what just happened and i walk did out he, to the did re- he replay it yeah i just walk out to the replay of him showing two and then the ball ending up 15 rows back in left center field just absolutely yeah. pieced um you i get it you're a major league pitcher and you you've had a good career resume but you can't show a major league hitter what you're gonna throw it was gonna catch up he's idea. done that like all he was doing that for like he the did whole that during po- the regular season yeah he did it a few times this postseason besides that too and like but besides the point zach Ranke, you know He's had his antics, his fair share of antics this year. Recently, I saw a tweet that said um, he didn't want fans at the game. He said he was totally fine with, like, fans would screw up his mojo, stuff like that. And this is a guy who's played his whole career in front of millions of fans. 30,000 apiece. I mean, yeah, if you're talking a single single game, you're talking 30,000, 35,000 fans, maybe more. Yeah, at Um, postseason baseball games. Especially postseason baseball games. Close to 40. Yeah, that some varies depending on where you play, but yeah, still. So he said that, and I mean, he doesn't have. He's not the one who has to deal with it because he's not playing at Globe Life Park. He's playing. Um, I think they're still out in L.A. Right? Are they in San Diego? They're in San Diego. San Diego. Or no? Yeah, they're in. Yeah, they're in San Diego Park. Yeah, they're, they're um, in Petco. where the Padres plays. So he doesn't have to deal with that. But I think at the Dodgers Braves game the other day, they had fifteen, twenty thousand fans there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they. I. I think they had like close to. 30, 40% capacity, which was like thirteen or 14,000 people there, which is weird because it still looks 
super empty right. for a stadium that holds like close to thirty five thousand people, but or more, yeah, yeah, to, like without standing room only. But I just I couldn't imagine playing a whole season without any fans and then just having actual people there to watch you and if you were having a rough season with no fans i can only imagine how bad it would be when fans are actually starting to oh yeah talk smack at you during the game absolutely saying, like you more suck. elements play in then yeah and, and it's different it's a different vibe it's a different feel especially during the postseason it's not just when you haven't dealt with it's fans not just all year. 300 speakers just <sighs> yeah it's just the whole time just breathing just that's all they hear exactly it for three Instead hours. of that, during the regular season, there was just cr- crowd noise from speakers. the speakers, the loudspeakers well, throughout the stadium. Well, you could do the cheer at the park. Did you ever see that on MLB at bat? Nope. The MLB at bat, like MLB's app that they made. Oh, I mean, it, I, I have well, the app Yeah, I know. I'm explaining. Sure. They had, like, a f- feature on it where you could, like, click on an ad at the bottom, and you could, like, press. Oh, yeah. See, right here. Look. Cheer at the park. It's going to open up this thing. You're going to select your team. I'm going to select the Braves just because, let's say, they're on TV right now, and I can just – I can clap, or I can cheer, or I can boo, I can clap. No way. Is that pl- playing yeah, the game? Yeah, it, it plays through the game. So, so like, your clap? Yeah, so, like, if we – It's playing at the stadium right now. Yeah, so <laughs> – yes. So That is sick. I mean, it is, but, like, yeah, and you can see everybody else that's clapping or booing for each team because, like, the blue would be for the Dodgers and, like, stuff like that. I would – honestly, I'd they, be look, the You one. can see attendance. The, the Braves' attendance is a little – little light. They're at 26%, while the Dodgers are at 74. 74. So it's a little light, so... Well, the thing for me is, if I were to, to get... I mean, I have the app, but if I were to open that section up and say, you know, pick a team, I would be obsessed, and I'd just go all, all game long. Until just you're... to see if... Hey, that that's my crowd noise. Yeah, but how would you even be able to determine exactly. that? Exactly, like, I wouldn't I just know, think but I would just be like, that's me. What do they what do they call that? Like, uh, where you believe something that's not really happening? I have no idea. I can't remember what it's called. Well, we're just going to forget that. Yeah, we're going to so, forget it, but like, I just feel like they are having people do this, and it's not really happening, and they're just playing the same crowd noise the whole time. That's a good conspiracy. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. conspiracy or like it's a – I can't remember the name of it, and it's going to really aggravate me this whole podcast. But you know what? I'm going to forget about it and leave it to the side and bury it. Leave it to the streets. Yeah. So anyway, my opinion. Anyway, my opinions on the Dodgers Braves series. Braves won Game One, five to one. They looked really good. They did look Braves very really good. good. Scary, yeah. scary good. And they have a lot of young, comp- like young players on that team that bring a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to beat the Dodgers. You need to be in their dome, full real estate in their head. To make them lose, and, and they will lose their temper. And tonight, that's exactly what they did. Uh, the Dodgers pitcher, I can't remember who's starting for them. Uh, um, a rookie, Tony Gonsolin. Y- yeah, he uh, he's in place of Clayton Kershaw, who was scratched, I think, with some yeah. ish- some inj- small minor injury thing. Sounds like a we- pro- sounds like a weenie move. Yeah, but I think he's gonna come back. I don't know if he was scratched for the the whole. No, I think he's series. supposed. I think, I think he's supposed to start Game Four. If I read the article correctly. So who's going to go for the Dodgers tomorrow? I don't know. Because ne- Neither do I. Because if Bueller. Tony Gonsolin's... Bueller won game, game one. one. Gonsolin's going Good right game. now. And right? then, yeah. Uh, Ian Anderson, by the way, is pitching for the Braves tonight. He's has been lights out. Yeah, he's a rookie. He, yeah, they're lights both out rookies. all postseason. Gonsolin's okay, a rookie, too. Tony Gonsolin hasn't been nearly as lights out as yeah, but Ian well, Anderson. The, the Braves are looking like the 90s Braves out there right now with the rotation. Which is scary. Yeah, with, but plus a lineup that can match the Because in the 90s, what? They had Tom Glavine, John Smoltz. Who? Tom Glavin? Tom Glavin, excuse me? We'll let that slide for now. But, yeah, they got a rotation that's disgusting. The Dodgers tonight, if you didn't see, just first pitch right at Acuna's head. 
hit him in the bat, foul ball. Like I didn't see that. Just hands took the took the took the top hand off. Was it? In, do you think it was intentional? Uh, I think it came. I think it came with some purpose. I, if I were to say something, I think it came with purpose. Sending a message. Yes, and then Dodgers are not here to play. No, they want to win because if they lose. In the playoffs, one more time, it's, they're gonna they're, have some issues. They're gonna have yeah, some issues. They're gonna, they're gonna to be have to dig themselves out of. They're down. they're on a pace to be worse than the Rangers, of like 2015. What was that like 2015? Oh yeah, their when postseason they, run. Yeah, because what the Dodgers have been the World Series three of the last five years or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they played the Astros, they played the Red Sox. Besides last no, year, they, they two and two of the last five, two of the last four years, two of the last four years. Yeah, they because Houston they were seventeen. No, they were they were they played. They played Houston in 17, lost. Yep. 18, they played the Red Sox, lost. 19, it was the Nationals. They didn't play the, they didn't, oh yeah. The Dodgers did play the Red Sox, yeah. But last year's the Nationals beat them in yep. the La- C, no, the, it was the, D- uh, the DS. Yeah. They wiped them out early. Yeah. The Nationals played the Cardinals. Or, I don't remember who. You know I, what? I, I have no idea. I don't even remember. Which why is do kind I of sad like because I feel like I should. Cool. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, yeah, either way, the Dodgers have been in the postseason for – they've had a good postseason run. They're a really good ball club, and they've just been coming really like up, coming up short. They, just, the last... they can't figure it out. They Exactly. They can't, they can't finish. Which and... is – I mean, and Dave Roberts is a really good manager. He's doing a really good job over there in, in L.A., and he has a – like he came in and instantly like they started balling. Hopefully something lands their way, and I know Dave Roberts used to pit or uh, not pitch, excuse me, used to play. I think he was an outfielder for the Red Sox during his yeah. career, and his he second, was the one, like he his was second the one year in in the show or whatever, his second or third year in the show, he hasn't been. He's been managing for only a few years. Yeah, he was retired for a little bit, then came into the game as a manager. He's not that. What he's probably in his. Like 40s, 50s, 50s, I think, because he he was on the 04 team for the Red Sox, yep. and he was the one that still second base for Ortiz. Yeah, to... and Ortiz set him up. Yeah, so yeah, I do remember that. I mean, I was only five years old, but my dad's told me many stories about that game. He watched yeah, it, and, and you know, like the Red the, Sox the, came the... back from a deficit and beat the Yankees. Thirty for thirty, I've watched. Oh, I can't yeah. even tell you how many times, but oh yeah, but Dave Roberts had like an opportunity to come in and beat his former team, and Dodgers. I think all fingers are pointing towards the Dodgers, and. They just they they just couldn't do it. Yeah, and I agree. So, in my opinion, for this series, I think the probably the Braves are going to win. I can see them winning in six or seven. I think if it gets to a six or seventh game, it looks more in the favor of the Dodgers for them winning. However, the Braves are going to need to to clinch this a lot sooner than they think. I. They don't. They should not play around because this Dodgers team can get really dangerous the the more games they play. And that's my opinion. You can no. Have I I agree. Dodgers Dodgers are like with, along with the Yankees. They are the Darth Vader of baseball. You know they've been unstoppable. They have high payrolls. They're not a team you want to mess with, like you said. And I think if the Braves dig themselves a hole. If the series gets too deep, the pitch, the, the like, just the Dodgers' aggressiveness. You know, they they've been in the postseason for a while now. Um, last few, the last few years, they've been hot. They've made it to the championship series every single season in regard, like, to last year. You just don't want to mess with the Dodgers too late because they're that team that if you if you let them get to you, they're gonna get to you. And with their pitching, with Walker Buehler, with Clayton Kershaw, with Julio Arias, with um, even this rookie Tony Gonsolin, who pitched decent this year, they're not a team you want to mess with, especially with their bats. You can't. Cody Bellinger, Justin Turner, Chris Taylor, Jock Peterson, whole bunch of power bats in that lineup. The list goes on. You know they even have rookies who've been 
have been going off for them. They have this guy Ruiz, who's um, I don't know his first name. His last name's Ruiz, but yeah. he was hitting bombs for him, and he's a rookie in the regular season. He's on their postseason ro- roster right now, and he's a really good bench bat. Just comes off the bench, you know, he'll hit a gapper for you. I don't know how, if he hit for average this year, but you know, the Dodgers just have the money. They have. They have the money to get the guys they need, and they have the money to win a World Series. They have that potential. It's just a matter of pitching and hitting coming together and playing complete baseball games. And either their bats have been hot, their pitching hasn't, or vice versa, their pitching has been lights out and their bats have been cold. If I had to choose, right now I think I'm in favor of the Braves just because they have an MVP in Freddie Freeman. He's going to win the National League MVP. He has to. Hit like 341, 18 bombs, 30 RBIs or whatever. Plus his little COVID stint also just shows you Exactly. He was out for a little bit, and he came back and just mashed. Murdered the ball all season. Yeah, it just goes to show how good of a hitter he is. And then you have Ronald Acuna, who's the best leadoff hitter in baseball. He's still, how old is he, 22? 21, 22? I think he's like 23, 24. Okay, so he's still young. He's very, very young. Um, I I wasn't and then you sure. You got Ozuna, who's just Marcelo Zuna. He's a psychopath. Great. He's literally a psych. Have you seen his at bats? He's a psychopath when he hits. Literal yep. psychopath. The only thing I've seen Ozuna. He's a sca- scary guy when he hits. Oh, I mean, yeah. He he's also he's huge, like huge. He's just big. He's just tweaking the whole time. He's like like he just did smelling salts before he went up. Just all and some bad things that shouldn't be named. It looks like he's done those. He's like his eyes. He's just are, a crazy guy. Literally just sitting there grinding his teeth. Just. I want a fastball. I'm going to hit just, it far. I'm going to hit it 500 feet. Yeah, and then he got to his hit last night, driving a run to put him up two, just sitting at first Was base. it a rocket? No, it was like a he got fisted off the handle. And oh, so he's probably upset. He well, like, no, he was enough. still standing at first base. Just, <laughs> his eyes were just bloodshot. Just like, I was a little freaked out. Yeah. The the thing is, with this, the reason why the series is going to be so good is because on both ends, you have dogs. You have guys who want to... Win. Flat out win, yeah, and compete their butts off. You have a guy like Marcelo Zuna, who is, I, I would agree, a grinder in the box. Doesn't take any, like, n- no major leaguers take any pitch off. Yeah. But Marcelo Zuna really emphasizes that. He's an aggressor. He's scary. He's someone you don't want to leave a fastball middle in because he's going to, you know what, on that ball. I mean, the only thing I've seen Marcelo Zuna struggle with is like sliders away. Yeah, sliders. He does not exact, hit the off-speed pitch. Well I was gonna at all. say, yeah. but anything that fastball, anything that sweeps across him is a no-no. But he's him, been yeah. pretty good at leaving it this, especially this playoffs. He's, he, I mean, he's a major league hitter. He's yeah. gonna make an adjustment. Yeah, he has to. But, but you give him a fastball, it's gonna it's gonna be a pitcher's worst nightmare. Correct. Long story short. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good series. Braves are up one game to none now. Um, I think we're in a scoreless game. They're playing right now as we speak during this podcast. Ian Anderson versus uh, is Julio Rios pitching tomorrow. Is um, Tony Gonsolin's pitching yeah, right now? Correct. So it's two rookies going at it in the National League Championship Series, which is really Weird. cool. And but Ian Anderson, I think for me, I think he's my he's my got, favorite he's got to out win of a this. Pace and jam too. So really, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's my favorite to win this because he has not allowed like a single earned run all postseason long. Yeah, and that would put the Braves up two games. Exactly. So he's the right guy for them. And he's a rookie, and on his resume, that looks really good. Going to the next year, like that shows that he's a future ace in that Braves organization. He's he's a young kid. He's only like in his early twenties. Yeah. And he and I think the Braves took him out of high school. Correct. So really cool. It's good to see him going at it. Um, It's also good to see Tony Gonsolin going at it. For me, growing up, I've never really been a fan of like teams from California or Florida. I don't know because they've always been good. Back in the day, California or Florida, like flo- those kind of teams. I don't like California teams, professional teams, or Florida teams. Even in college, like I don't like the I don't like Florida State. I don't like Florida. 
in California, I used to hate USC. That's that's just statist. Whatever. <laughs> I, I don't care. I don't. I don't like those kind of teams because they always have a resume of being good. Like you go to Colorado. Oh, the Colorado Buffaloes or whatever. They're really good. Yeah, no. You think of California teams. You think of Florida teams. You know, like Texas even for that matter. Like I don't like Texas. You think of those teams because they get to play all year round. The weather's beautiful. Guess what? They they get an advantage. You go to teams in Michigan, like Michigan baseball, when they went to the College World Series a couple years ago or whatever, they played Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt gets to play all year round for the most part because they're in Tennessee. The low, the coldest it gets is like maybe 40, some, maybe 40, maybe, I don't know. I don't live there. The thing is, us guys up here in Michigan and up in the northern states, I, I have much more respect for those teams because... They don't get to play baseball or football or whatever and grind all year long. You know, they're either indoors or whatever. They don't get to go outside. It's freezing. You can't hit a baseball in 25 degree. You know what? I'll go colder because it gets really bad here. You don't, you can't hit a baseball in 15, 20 degree weather because guess what? You're going to break your hand. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck. If you hit a barrel all the time, if you're like Babe Ruth, yeah. You know what's not going to hurt because you're hitting a barrel and guess what? That's okay. It's just not going to hurt. But you get fisted, you get end capped. Ouch. You can't do that in the wintertime. The Florida teams, the, the, Calif- the California. Anybody schools. south of everybody's the- every Every hot state has an advantage because they get to grind all year long. They get to play the sport they love all year round. It's, it's unfortunate for the northern states. And that's why I root for them because they're the underdogs in every situation. Okay, well, Atlanta's not it? a northern state. But okay, moving Atlanta, on to Atlanta's you- not a state. Atlanta isn't a state. I get it, but Atlanta's in Georgia, which is a southern state. Correct. And Atlanta's good at baseball. We're going to move on to your second least favorite state of all time, apparently, according to you, Florida, because the Tampa Bay Rays are... I like the Rays, though. (laughs) And that's exactly the issue that I was going to get to. Because the Rays have no money. Their payroll is super low. They're paying them like their whole starting lineups making like 12, 12, 12.9K, but 12 million, almost 13 million. The Yankees were making like... 200 mil. Their whole lineup, their yearly salary was like 200 mil. Yeah, well, the Astro... Okay, well, there's a fun See, stat... See, for this, the roles are opposite, though. The Yankees... The Yankees are just the Yankees. See, they're a northern state. See, now, you're, and not now your theory's conflicting. Everything's imploding on itself. I just hate the Yankees, though. They're always good. Whatever. Yeah, but they're a northern school. I think school. you just need to scrap your whole theory that you just no, had No, my there. theory is valid. I mean, it is, but... To me, it's valid. Okay, makes, it, it makes it I makes sense in your opinion, head. You have yours. Yes, makes sense in your head. That's all that matters. I respectfully disagree. On to the Rays versus the Astros. The Rays are personally my second favorite team. Well, you have family that lives down in Florida. Correct. Right? So I've been to a ton of Rays games at Tropicana Field, and that stadium gets a ton of crap. However, I'm a I've big. Never... It's it's so weird that it's sweet because it was built for the Tampa Bay Lightning, the hockey team. Like right. that's what the stadium why, was. So why didn't they end up using it? You know. Why didn't the they did. use? Oh, they did use the Tropicana they, field. They did use it, and or then what they was realized it at the time was it still it was tri- I don't like know Tropicana it was Arena like or something. Lightning something. Oh. I don't know. Right. It's like the early late nineties. Oh. I mean early nineties, like whatever. However, I'm that, gonna go to you for my Florida sports facts now. Thank, thank you for telling me that. Okay, you're welcome. Just so you know, yeah, that stadium's super weird. It was built for the Lightning, and they left there because it was too big. It was a lot of problems, and they were like, "Huh, let's see if we can somehow squeeze a." Baseball, baseball field oh, into this. Uh, yeah. So they did that. It's a weird stadium, super small, but it's a really cool. Have you ever, did you ever play at like Oakland Yard, like inside of a dome? 
when you were little? Uh, I I don't think I never did. played inside. I don't a think dome. I ever played inside an arena or state. Actually, no, no. I take like, that back. I like take a, that like back. A bubble like a golf yeah, dome. I, I never played like a competitive game, like a baseball game, but yeah, I've had like practices. practices. Yeah, so it's literally like playing in there, like that kind of lighting. Like that's what I'm trying to get at is like that kind of lighting, which I feel is hard for Awful. baseball players. Like the I batter's was, eye has to be like the batter's eye probably doesn't even help that much. Not really, because we went to watch There's glares and everything like that. We went to watch batting practice, and they have guards that sit along the front fence with whistles so they know when the ball's coming in the outfield for the fans that are standing out there during batting practice. It's, it's really that bad. Really, like, literal, like, just whistles. So it's like a safety precaution. Kind yeah. Of. But I like it. However, I really want to see the Rays win this. I mean, you had uh, who pitched yesterday? Morton. Charlie Morton looked absolutely disgusting. Light, like, disgusting. And there it is. The Braves are now up 2 nothing. Home run by the GOAT. Freddie Freddie Freeman, let's go. Freddie Freeman. But going back to this series, I know you have a very strong hatred towards the Astros as well. As I don't have a strong hatred, they are on Well, your roommate is an Astros fan too, so you know what? That makes me just hate them more. Screw them. Screw them. But they have a very... They're on my... Rays are up two games to none now. It's looking very promising for them. I don't know who's pitching game three. Ooh. Is Glass now going to pitch? Glass now is pitching game... If Zach Greinke's pitching, don't tell me. Oh. No, Yarbrough is pitching tonight versus your Dundee or however you pronounce his last name. Oh, Jose Urquidy. Yeah, yeah. Urquidy. Yeah, something like that. Um, I don't. I'm not a good fluent Spanish speaker, so I wouldn't know. I think the Rays are going to win this game tonight. That would be they'd be up three zero. Yeah. Um, I think everything's just swinging in their favor right now. Yeah, I think they have the energy. That's why I think it'd be so they, sick for the. Braves versus Rays series, like that'd be such two a good teams World who series. I mean, two, I mean, nobody thought. I, I don't think anybody really thought going into this shortened season that the Rays would be. Maybe I a don't little know. Bit. Like, like they, the I think they were the, sneaky good. They were the. I, in my opinion, they were. Them and the Yankees were the favorites for the East, like no questions asked. But like a lot of people had the Red Sox up there too, and exactly, they just and the Red Sox. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly so, that. You didn't, no words needed. Just. Yeah, it was a rough season for him, and that's a lot of... J.D. Martinez hit below 200, I think. J.D. Martinez went up with a wiffle ball bat, a plastic wiffle ball bat, and tried to hit baseballs, and it didn't work for him this year. I don't know what he did. I don't know what happened. I mean, the um, guy's been I like... I know J.D. Martinez, along with like Javier Baez for the Cubs, who also struggled this year. Javier Baez barely hit above the Mendoza line, which is 200. And same thing goes for J.D. Martinez. For those of you who don't know, I don't even know what the Mendoza line is, but Matt Vaskersian, who's a broadcaster for ESPN and MLB Network, refers to that all the time as 200 batting average. So I'm just going to say it because it makes me sound like Matt Vaskersian. But um, basically, I think those guys use a lot of video to help their game, to help improve their game. And I know video was um, not allowed because of COVID. Um, I don't know what that I saw it. What do you mean by video? Please. So like expand in-game video. So you can't go down to the dugout or like in oh the, like the during the game. during the game and analyze your swing, okay. analyze your mechanics. I thought you were saying like post game. Like no, 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 no. You can yeah, you can do that. You can go on your. your I was phone. just saying. No, I, I get, didn't. I was just, right. Okay. So basically, you can't analyze your mechanics in game. This goes for pitching as well because of what happened with the Astros, and because of what happened with the coronavirus. Okay. So basically they're trying to remove as many hands-on things as possible. 
So, ho, ho, like, Javier Baez and J.D. Martinez were two guys, like, two of the biggest guys I've noticed this year who struggled. But they also mentioned that with their struggles, or they struggled because of the lack of in-game analysis. Yeah. Um, and I know Javier Baez, like, the Chicago Cubs tweeted it and said, like, Javier ba- like, there was an article about Javier Baez and how he struggled, like, his struggles because nobody, like, he was on the cover of MLB The Show. Yeah. Like, he was a superstar. He's been a superstar. Yeah. You know, and he, if he keeps he had playing, the show like, he curse. Had, it's a new thing. Like, the I've Madden, heard the Madden curse. curse. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, Patty, Mahomes, thing, Patty Mahomes, Patty Mahomes, apparently, Fernando Tatis gets on the cover. Perennial, like, young superstar talent, and then just something falls really, off the face really, of the earth. Really it's 170 next year. Really, that, that in would, 162 game season. That would cause some problems. Some but, um, major I think, problems. So, predictions, predictions. I got the Rays. Rays beating um, the Astros. Rays are going to go to the World Series. I don't know if they're going to sweep, but it's going to be the Rays are going to win that series. Okay. Long story short, the Rays are going to win. Okay. Um, I, I'm Braves bats, I think, are just hot right now. Braves pitching, also hot right now. Max Freed is a goat on the mound. Lights out. One of the nastiest curveballs from the left side of scene. Um, Ian Anderson just chucks, mixes his pitch as well. His pitch sequencing is very good. I think the Braves are going to beat the Dodgers. My prediction, I think, very similar to yours, Rays, Braves, World Series. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Mike Browser or whoever went to Oakland University. Oh, Mike Bruce, yeah. Mike Brousseau. Yeah, Mike Brousseau. Went to it's, OU. It's, it's French. Went to, went to Oakland University. Huge fan of Kendrick Nunn, who played for the Miami Heat, who was in the finals, who went to Oakland University. So you're University. hopping on the Rays band? Like, no. You're not even a bandwagon fan. I'm not yeah, a bandwagon exactly. fan. I'm but just it makes saying. you like him more. It does make me like him more. Right. I mean, for those of you who don't know, Oakland University is close to Rochester Hills. But really close to where me and Ryan live. Yes, east side of the state. And small they're a school. very small D1 school, not known for athletics they by could, any yeah, means. Yeah, exactly. So, like, technically, like, I wouldn't, like, they could be a D2 school. Yeah. Yeah, probably should. There's probably some D two schools out there. Like Grand give Valley them, State could probably beat them in baseball. Wayne State could beat them in baseball. Northwood could beat them in baseball. Yeah, I but, mean they're just and the, the he wasn't even drafted exactly, out of college. Undrafted, and the Rays were like one of the last professional, like one of the last major league squads he talked to. Yeah, and look at him now, just sent him hitting one of the biggest home runs in Rays, his in Rays, Rays possibly in Rays postseason history, depending yeah. on the outcome of the World Series. Correct, and if they win the series, the, yeah. the CS. Yeah, so so it's really cool. But yeah, I think they're gonna win. I just don't see the Astros. They get the Astros get frustrated very quickly, and that's where. Well, and there's just a lot. They have a lot of hate in their direction. I don't. I, and they're professional athletes. I don't think the hate's really a big thing. I don't. But I, I mean, they're gonna see that a lot of them have social media. I know. I follow Alex Bregman on Instagram. I know yeah. Alex Bregman's really humble. He's um, like he doesn't brag. He's not cocky like Ronald Acuna has been on Twitter. Yeah. Like, Ronald Acuna, like, we've talked about Trevor Bauer in our yeah. past podcast. Beefing. Him and Rob, like, beefing. they were beefing, but then they were, like, buddy-buddy, joking around, stuff like that. But Ronald Acuna, like, after the Braves beat, who did the Braves play in the NLDS? They played the, uh, the Cardinals. Cardinals. No, no, it wasn't. The Padres played the Cardinals in the wild card series. The Braves played... How do I not know this? Yeah, right now? we're having struggles today figuring this out. However, the Braves played the Marlins. Okay, see, I forgot yeah. because the Marlins haven't been in the postseason for so long. Whatever. After the Braves beat the Marlins, Ronald Acuna posted on his Twitter um, like an emoji of him like hushing the crowd or whatever. The invis- like there is no yeah. crowd, but like yeah. the haters and stuff like that. Ronald Acuna has been very active on his um, his social media, but you know sometimes cockiness like 
he has a right to be cocky. Like he's one of the hottest hitters on the planet. He's one yeah. of the best hitters on the planet. If you can, if you can walk the walk, you can talk the talk. That, like for me, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So it's really cool. I think it's gonna be a Raves Bra- Rays Braves post or uh, World Series, excuse me. And um, I think this is a perfect segue to talk about fantasy football for a few minutes before we wrap it up. Yeah. Uh. Very. Very. Very rough week on my side going 4-0 into this week and I am sitting very just not bad. A, just right I'm now. just this is a guy who's been you you've been bragging about your team the last few I've weeks been, so this is karma man I've been murdering anyone that walked in my way was just just destroyed flicked out of the way like See no ya. big deal and then this week I'm not even playing Downer Andrew Downer another player on the baseball team this is a baseball team league for those of you yep. who I mean, I don't it's mainly POs. For, for those of you who don't know who P, what a PO is, it's a pitcher only. Pitcher only. There's a there's a few it's a baseball term. There's a there's a few hitters in this, but one Trevor Savage. Oh, Trevor Walters. Yeah. How can I forget? Yeah. Two Trevors. Correct. But Andrew Downer, not a very. He's two and he was two and two going into this week. So not bad. Not, not bad. Great. But like, definitely like, should have smoked him. But my team just his, his team just was went off and your team just just decided to have a stroke this week and didn't show up to the field yep and we're just going to we're going to uh, how many points are you at right now uh, 68 and Josh Allen is playing right now as we speak for the bills i have Cole Beasley playing right now i'm projected now. 101 flex. and i so just, how many points is he he's predicted like 32 points yeah Wow. Well, and well, I also have a flex. I have Stephon Diggs going oh, right now. Okay, so never like, mind. they're both projected like Josh, Josh Allen. Allen's I think number two QB in the league. Yeah, right I think now. Josh Allen's projected like twenty four, and Stephon Diggs is projected like six or eight. Do you know who's number one right now in our league? No, number one. Um, who's the number one QB in the league? If Josh Allen's two, I don't know. I wouldn't know either. I probably. I was, I'm because I'm looking at the position rank. You know. Yeah, probably Patrick Mahomes. If I always take a stab at it. I mean, he's oh, passed yeah, for a lot. So. Sure. Of course. How could I? How could I forget? But it was a very bad week for me. Alvin Kamara did his thing this week. Scored. He always tw- does his yeah, thing. Yeah, scored twenty points, and then my other running back scored seven. Juju Smith decided that this Juju Smith he wasn't going to get targeted at all by Big Ben. Question for you. Yeah. Do you think J- Juju? Excuse me. Is I don't think he's a. Su- Do you think he's a superstar? Uh, last year was very bad. Him and Big Ben are like two peas in a pod so when they like his rookie year he got so many targets like crazy amounts so like that's why he was a pro bowler and was gross and putting up like 16 to 25 points a week and then last year big ben got injured and mason rudolph was not that good and could not find targets to wide receivers and was running a basically tight end and running back game. So, so it was good for the tight ends. It was very good for them. And then he just didn't hit a down here. But Big Ben's back. and So hopefully he gets more targets, basically. Yeah, but he didn't get any targets this week. How many so, points he put up? Uh, seven? Yeah. yeah. Uh, six what's points. His, what's six? his position rank? I don't – I just – You can – 30th. Yikes. But for wide receivers, that's not bad. Because there's three a team. You want to see something cool? So there's 90 wide, ninety starting wide receivers. You want to see something cool? Was he in the top third? Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Adam Thielen. Number two. Number two. I don't, I, I don't care. I don't, He's on my team, by the I, way. I still don't, don't care. I got Jarvis, who also did not have a very good week this week. Had 12.8 points. George Kittle, who has just... I, mm, 8, 8.4 points. After a week, he put up 40. Yeah. And then Stephon Diggs playing right now. He's got Yikes. 4.8. The Bears did their thing and just put up 
their average five points. Chubb being hurt killed me. Just awful. I should have started DK Metcalf. Did not think he was going to do anything this week, but he decided to put up 27 points. And yeah, just bad week for me. Just not a good week for So when you trust me. your gut, do the opposite. That's how my whole life has worked. <laughs> like anything, that's why gambling, I don't. That's why I don't gamble. Yeah, you should. I mean, gambling is just not a good route in general. Correct. But so, let's let's get into yours. How did you do this week? Good. Kick butt. Uh, so far, I put up 142 points. That's great. Yeah. Um, I'm projected 151. I have Cole. Be- Cole Beasley was a free agent in our league. Um, but he's been an average wide receiver his whole career. Yeah. But literally that average. He's either been a guy who who could get you 25 points, or he's a guy who could literally put you, get you goose egg yeah. zero. Yeah. So I picked him up because I a couple years ago he was on my fantasy team and he he was like a top 15 wide receiver that year yeah. with the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, Tony Romo before Cole Beasley played with, played with uh, Tony Romo when he was still with the Cowboys. Yeah. And. He was one of Tony Romo's favorite targets. Dak Prescott came in. It kind of changed a little RIP bit. R.I.P. Dak. Get well soon. Yeah. Brutal. One of the best. Like, that was like probably one of the worst. R.I.P. Thing. Andrew Downer's fantasy team. Yeah. Who I'm actually playing. So that also just, that so that also that, just that makes me look even but worse. He had a brutal leg injury. Um, I think he had a compound fracture in his ankle or yeah, leg. He's out, lower part out, of, uh, he's out for the rest of the Out four to six months. Yeah, so hopefully he recovers. Hopefully it's not like an Alex Smith deal where it's career-altering. Yeah, um, good for that, him that he was back, Good too. for Alex Smith to come back, too. That's awesome. Um, he, he's been out since, like, November of 2018. Yeah. Um, broke, he broke his leg. Yeah. It's really, really cool for him to come back and just – I mean, he's with the Washington football team, formerly the Redskins yeah. now. So it's really cool. Hopefully um, for Dak Prescott, it's a quick and healthy recovery. But, yeah, it's tough. But anyways, yeah. I have Cole Beasley as my flex. Okay. Um, so right now he's at zero points for me, but I'm, I, I already won this game okay. uh, against, shout out, Brendan Redding, um, who's going to be one and four after I beat his butt today. If I win, which I'm go- I mean, I'm going to win, I'm going to be two and three. Like I said, like you said earlier, not great, but not bad, especially in our league right now. It's we have some, We've had some very competitive games in this league, I would say. Yeah. Um, it, not every game's been a blowout besides, I think, T-Camps. Tyler Campbell, another yeah, baseball he player. Yeah, like 196 points or something to somebody's like 100. Did you play? Were you playing in that? That one? was no. not me. Nope. But thank you for assuming, jerk. I'm sorry. I it was. It was just a question. The look you gave me no. entailed that you played him. It was not me. But t- shout out Tyler Campbell, um, middle infielder on a baseball team, the highest scoring fantasy points of the like, year so far. Like, as a, of the year, but as I've seen. Like, I, that I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. In a week. Every single one of his players put up 25, 30-plus points. Yeah. Including his deep, like, un- including his kicker. Yeah. Who I think was Harrison Bucker for the Chiefs. He put up, like, 25, 26. Like, what the heck? That, that's just crazy. Yeah. All right. Get, let's... But anyways, um, I'm going to be 2-3 and three after today. Um, You know, I had a lot of hate at the beginning of the year because I drafted Michael Thomas. Yeah. Um, I traded him. I got Adam Thielen, who I just showed you, um, number two position. Yeah, how he's, did he do for you? Uh, twenty nine point three. So good. Um, the last few weeks, Dylan put up. So here's a stat line: Week one, thirty one. Week two, really bad, six point one. Then twelve point three, twenty six point two, twenty nine point three. That'll play. 
that will work. Yeah. So he's he's gonna be an everyday starter for me. Keenan Allen, uh, he's number thirteen position rank uh, wide receiver. Okay. He he only put up ten point nine. We'll call it eleven, just because it makes me feel better. Okay. Put up fourteen the week before, and the week before that, week three, put up thirty. He left the game last night though with a back injury. Ouch. Yeah. Out for my fantasy team. Prayers hopefully gets better. But I also want him to get better because I want him on my fantasy team. He's been good for me. Um, he's gotten a lot of targets from Herbert, um, the rookie quarterback. He's gross. And my... The, yeah, former Oregon Duck. Just disgusting. He's he was a Heisman candidate too, I think. Yeah. Uh... He was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. We're going to leave it at that. He was a Heisman candidate. He was good at football. He's, he's in the league. He's good at football. He's your Dwayne Haskins was a Heisman candidate. And guess what? He's on the practice squad. Now he's squad. on the taxi squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we're, we're done. We're, Either way, I hope Keenan he's... Allen comes back. And I hope I hope my fantasy team keeps balling because we're looking pretty good now. Well, I hope you, I'm I'm now 4-1. and one. Jake is now 2-3. and three. We're hoping for bounce back weeks for me. Jake is looking to... Win two games in a row. Yeah. Keep the winning streak going. You can call it a winning streak once Once I get to two games. Yep. Yep. Then it becomes officially a streak. Pretty sure that's a quote from Major League. Go go baseball. Go baseball. However, thank you guys for listening. We're glad to be back at Olivet. We're glad that we can do this podcast together and we're not over the phone anymore. Yeah, I'm glad I'm I'm back on campus. Uh, It's nice to see... uh, a lot of my buddies, again, for those of you who listened to our last couple episodes, I've been in quarantine. It sucked, but it was nice to be home, see my family when I got better. But now it's awesome to be back at school doing this podcast again, and, you know, at least the audio is a little bit better. Yeah, we now we don't have phone. to listen to the phone. Exactly. So, thank you guys again for listening. Uh, I'm Ryan Upton. And I'm Jake, and this has been the Wally Pip Podcast. We'll see you next week. Have a great day. <laughs>